Welcome to the June 2021 edition of Transcript Radio. I'm Mike Lovins from ODOT's Central Office Communications Team, and I'll be your host. This month, I'm focusing on ODOT's District 11, introducing you to some of its leadership, and letting you know about projects in the area and fun events that you can take advantage of this summer. So let's get this show on the road. First, I interviewed District Deputy Director Tom Corey, and as a former truck driver, we talked about what's driven his career. Well, Tom, how are you today? I am doing well, Mike. I'm doing well. Wish the, wish the sunshine was out a little bit today, but hey, I'm doing well. Well, we are, we're in that season here. We need some of this rain, but hopefully the sun is just around the corner. I think so, yeah. Looking <laughs> at the forecast next week is we're going to be back into the 80s and 90s, so nice. better, better days are coming. Nice, nice. Um, so I wanted to talk to you today because uh, you've, you've had kind of a, a, a nice career here at, at, at ODOT. And just as a way to, you know, let other people know who, who some of our leadership is here. Um, that would be a fun time to get to get to talk to you. I always enjoy spending a little time with you. Um, but just to start things off, maybe you can give me an idea of um, how you got your start here at ODOT. Okay, sure. Um, so it's been almost 25 years ago now <laughs> that I started here at ODOT, right on the doorstep of 25 years. But um, my, my, my life prior to ODOT, I was uh, raised in a self-employed family, and I was a truck driver when I, right before I came to, to ODOT. And I was uh, driving truck all, over, all 48 states in Canada uh, before I came here. But I, um, when I parked my truck during the wintertime and, and things, I, I, at the time I knew the county manager in Columbia County. Uh, knew him from high school and we played sports against each other and things and he was a county manager but he would stop by once in a while and say hey i need a i need a driver for the winter time why don't you leave your truck park and come to work for me for this winter as a seasonal you know and i had turned him down for a couple winters and and then finally one winter he hit me right my kids were getting older and i wanted to spend more time so i came to work uh the winter of 95 as a seasonal in columbia county um seasonal program back then was much different than it is now but I uh, came to work in January, I remember that year, right after the holidays. And they kept me around till about end of July, right, probably about the fiscal year. I didn't know that back then, but they let me go right at the end of the fiscal year. Um, thought that was my ODOT career. Went back and fired the truck back up and started doing my business again. Then uh, about six months later, um, he called me up and offered me a Highway Worker 2 job back then. That was before the HT series. Gotcha. And, and that's how I got into ODOT full-time was uh, back in uh, – would have been 96 in Columbia County as a highway worker too. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's paid off for you. <laughs> it, 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 it has. Um, little, little did I know back then, being 34, 35 years old, the opportunities that this organization has. has You can uh, go anywhere with this organization if you put your hard work in and dedicated. Well, speaking of that then, how many different uh, positions have you held here? Uh, counting the, counting the, um, seasonal position, I've had seven, uh, seven positions counting that, counting that some people might think I can't hold a job maybe when they hear that. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes people say if you're in a position for more than a couple years or so, you've been there too long already. So, you know, that is true. That, 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 that figured out <laughs> about right with my 25 year career and seven positions. We're pretty close to that. Yeah. 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 Um, so with this time then that you've been here 25 years there's probably a lot that uh, that you can be proud of but is there any particular moments or achievements that uh, you're the most proud of yeah yeah, there, yeah I, I can there's a whole list of them um, um, where to start at you know I, I could go on and on but uh, 
some of the most proudest moments. It's the teamwork and collaboration that uh, that I've been able to be a part of. You know, I, I can. I, I remember when I became the, the TA uh, of Jefferson County back in uh, 2004. Um, I was only there a month or so, and, we, and Hurricane Ivan came through, and I hardly even knew any of the HT's names, you know, the whole everybody's names. But we went out, and uh, the whole county got shut down um, because of the floods and the rains and the hillsides coming down and things. But um, that was a great achievement back then, clear back that many years ago, because the work we did to open the roads back up and things in them coming weeks and the partnerships we did with the locals was just phenomenal. Um, you know, other collaborative things that I've been part of, um, you know, when I was, well, my, during my time in Columbus, uh, the GPS AVL program um, was a little bit stagnant. And, and uh, myself, with the help of a committee, we got that back up and implemented into the trucks. And uh, they've taken it whole, to the whole next level yeah, now since I've... Yeah, huge. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, since I left down there, uh, uh, Mike Moreland and Josh team and them guys have really, really taken it to the next level. But uh, but that, that was a great achievement back then. Um, but yeah, lots of things like that. Um, um, working with Tis- Tismo as in Columbus, uh, the TMC uh, expansion while we were in Columbus was really, really awesome stuff. But I got to be honest with you, Mike, I, the proudest stuff that I am is uh, being fortunate to be in the positions I've been in. But what I'm really proudest of is the folks that I've interacted with along the way. Mm-hmm. And now I see them progressing through their career. And even some of them I've hired and seeing them uh, progressing through their career, whether it's the HTs, progressing through the HT series, and some of those now becoming TMs, and in some cases have become TAs, you know, and their county managers in, in different places in the, the district and in, even in the state in some cases. And a couple of them folks have become administrators, and it's, that's that's what I'm really proudest of is my, of my interaction with folks in my 25 years. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, and I, I love hearing about uh, a career like yours where the work that you've done has – impacted the lives of the Ohio citizens that that use the roads and stuff like that but then also to have been able to help you know grow and mold other people with the, within the business mm-hmm. I, I think that's such a, a wonderful balance there too yeah. yeah that's one thing that it, I, I think it's part of leadership you know especially in a government agency you know we don't have the uh, um, freedom sometimes to, to, to do a real good job of succession planning. So anytime we do have the opportunity, I guess it's a role of, our, of the leadership that we need to create those opportunities for folks to build for the next, next uh, generation of leaders for the organization. Um, I, I, uh, you know, I try to keep, create opportunities for folks, you know, every, a lot of people say, oh, somebody open a door for you. And sure, there's been doors open for me, and I like to open doors for other folks. But people have to make that decision to walk through the door once mm-hmm. it's open. Absolutely. And I always, I have a little saying. I always say that uh, a lot of people miss opportunities uh, that are presented to them because generally opportunities dressed in coveralls and looks like work. And people <laughs> walk by it. <laughs> so you have to take advantage of the opportunities when they, when they come your way. Yeah. I mean, even like – so I'm now in a – doing something that I, I really love, but I've been blessed to, to be working for some wonderful people that have been in completely different areas, but they knew what I wanted to do and they were willing to help me get there. So I, I get it. That's, that's a wonderful trait in leadership. Yep. Exactly. Cause I remember meeting you, you were uh, up in it. That's right. right, right there, and then you went down to communications. So yeah, yep, you're, yep. You're, you're a great example of that. That's right. So you mentioned uh, a couple times now, you know, that you'd been in Columbus and, and now here we are in, in District 11. Um, 
what's been the biggest difference other than I, I guess your specific role, but the, the, the biggest difference between working out at a district site versus being in central office? Oh, sure. There, there's, um, there's a lot of similarities. You know, the, the, the work we do is um, very similar as far as the type of work, you know, signs, signals, um, paving, construction, uh, and so on and so forth, engineering design. But when, when, I, when I went down to Columbus, I left my HMA position here in, the, in the District 11, and the HMA role here in District 11 really prepared me for the operations, central office deputy director job of operations in Columbus when I went down there um, in the aspect that I knew all the maintenance side of it. But when I went to Columbus, um, you know, I, I, under my purview was signs and signals down there from the statewide level, uh, the TMC, uh, emergency operations, and of all things, aviation also falls underneath the, mm, that, that yeah. umbrella. And uh, I, I remember when I was offered that, that position, I said, I remember one thing, I don't know nothing about airplanes. <laughs> and they assured me that Jim Bryant and the crew out there had, had that under control, and they were right, because that's a good good group of guys out there and ladies. But um, but but working with them, similar work types, the way you have to approach them is different. Uh, out in the district, a lot of stuff is here and now, and you actually see the results of your work within a short period of time. A lot of things we work on in Columbus is more policy and procedure, um, higher picture type things and how, how things fit into the Ohio Revised Code and um, how it fits in with the overall statewide picture. So there's some differences there. Um, while I was in Columbus, I, I didn't work much with construction, uh, intimately with construction, uh, engineering design. We had some overlap there, but not much. Uh, but out here in the district, being a district deputy director, all of it's under your purview. So uh, you're immersed in it and all of that every day. Sure. So it's, it's uh, I kind of look at the central office as long-term uh, visionary type uh, things. And the district is more uh, short-term focus with a, with a long-term vision. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And as I was pulling in, like I saw the salt barn out there and I'm like, yeah, you – snow and ice season you really see the work being done and i'm i'm sure with the garage and all that construction season you see what's 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 going on in central office we talk about it <laughs> exactly <laughs> i like that i like the way you put that exactly yeah. <laughs> um well let me ask you so what was your dream job as a, as a kid let's let's have some fun here all right um like was construction or government uh, work always your dream, or, or did you have something else in mind? You know, when, when thinking about that question, um, I, go, I, go, I go clear back to when I was really, really young. I think probably my dream job was to be an astronaut because I was born in 1962, okay, and uh, Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon on uh, July 20th, 1969. And I, and I, and I remember that, you know, when the the announcement of the eagle has landed i remember that sitting here at 58 years old that happening and uh, i remember going through the 70s and things and being a young kid growing up and the things you do when you're you know that age um i remember i was really really intrigued with with space sure, travel and everything yeah. and so i think i think my ultimate job would have been to be the next buzz aldrin i guess <laughs> but seeing as that didn't work out um i was raised like i mentioned earlier a self-employed family and things and uh uh, had a unique upbringing. My dad was a ho horse trainer, a standard bred horse trainer, like you race out Scioto oh, wow. in Northfield Park and you know, Lebanon Raceway down towards Cincinnati. And uh, that's how I was raised. And um, um, 
my dad would uh, traveled about 18 to 20, 25 fares a year some, some years with his horses. And that's where my transportation roots started growing was then hauling horses, you know, as a, as a 16 year old at the fairs and working with my dad, um, through all those years. And, and, um, and in addition, we also had a home heating oil business as well into heating oil back in the, in the eighties and, and things. And that's where the transportation bug bit me and things. And that's why I migrated on into a, being a truck driver sure. and things. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's where transportation, I guess, whether it was space travel or here on land was <laughs> my dream job. So I guess in a way I'm kind of doing my dream work, I guess. There you go. You just, uh, just a little more grounded. A little bit more grounded. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one of the questions I like to occasionally ask, and this is a, a good way to kind of round things out here, but, um, you know, with people that might be traveling through District 11, mm-hmm. we're getting into road, uh, you know, road trip season. Um, where's one of your favorite places to grab a bite to eat here? Ah, okay. Well, yeah, that, we're definitely, hopefully this summer is bringing, opening those uh, opportunities back up. Now we're seeing maybe the end of the pandemic coming to us, you know, this the first couple of days without masks here and everything. Right. So it's making it really nice. Um, to pick one specific place, uh, I'd be a little short-sighted, so I'm, I'm going to expound here just for a moment because um, it is a tough question. But um, if you're if you're looking for the finer side of things, you know, you, uh, you got to look at the Hart Mansion up in Minerva. You know, it's it's a it's an older mansion that sits up on a hill up there outside of town, and and Minerva's actually uh, split up between District Four and uh, District Eleven. It, the town one eighty three and thirty right there kind of split there, but I, I, we'll, I allow we'll, we'll allow it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I might steal that from from District Four here for this conversation, but that's a very good place to eat. Um, you know, locally here we have Pangrazio's Pizza, Italian restaurant here in Dover, which is a solid place to eat. When you come to visit me here, and it's lunchtime, I, I would definitely take you there. That's for sure. But uh, the two places that are hands down the best uh, throughout throughout um, the, the district, though, is a little place out in Harrison County called JP Saloon, and you can go there, and you're, the the hamburger and cheeseburgers are as big as your head. They're just huge <laughs> out there. Um, and then the other place uh, to go to is uh, Naples over in Steubenville, uh, and that's in Jefferson County, and they they do have the, probably the best Italian food in, in this side of the state. That's just a, it's an old uh, mom and pop shop, but it's, it has very very good food. I'm watching my carbs now, but man, I love Italian. Yeah, yeah there you go. That's right. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, if you visit any of these places, tell them Tom sent you. There you go. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, Tom, thank you very much for uh, for taking the time to talk to me, and hope you have a great summer. Mike, thanks you so much. I hope so too. I hope all ODOT has a very productive summer, and again, coming out of the pandemic, hopefully we can get out. Uh, those of us have been teleworking, get back into the office, and or, and whatever we look like that as far as that dynamic goes and we continue doing the people's service serving the public that's what we do very nice all right thank you yep next i caught up with public information officer lauren burrell to talk about what makes district 11 so special hey lauren how are you i'm great mike how are you i'm great thanks i appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about what's going on in district 11 absolutely happy to Can you spread a little knowledge to the drivers of Ohio on what makes District 11 so special? Okay. So District 11 is located in Eastern Ohio. Uh, We're kind of right in between uh, North and South. So we're kind of, I guess, um, you know, 
central to the eastern side. Um, but we are home to seven counties, which includes Belmont, Carroll, Columbiana, Harrison, Holmes, Jefferson, and Tuscarawas counties. And we are responsible for maintaining 3,800 lane miles here. And we also have we uh, nearly 1,000 bridges where we maintain 950 bridges here in eastern Ohio. So we still got a little bit of that Apple, uh, Appalachia here um, mixed with rural. And we've got, you know, some exciting, you know, big cities around us as well. Uh, in our in our area. Yeah, people love to go and check out bridges. Uh, I guess so there's plenty there to see. Um, so with the 4th of July holiday just around the corner, are there any projects that people may want to uh, to know about before hitting the road for their travels? Absolutely. So in Belmont County, of course, we've got I-70 running through there, and there's a lot going on uh, with that corridor. Uh, right now, West Virginia is doing a project um, that does affect our Ohio Bridge going across the Ohio River. So I-70 is actually closed uh, at the Ohio River. Uh, there's a really easy detour around that, uh, which is 470. We just tra- you know, have folks travel that way. And uh, there's some lane closures through there, but of course, with the 4th of July, they try to open that up. But if you are heading either east or west on I-70, uh, just keep that in mind and hit that 470 detour and you'll get right back to 70 and on your way. Um, a couple of other ones uh, in Tuscarawas County, there will be uh, closure on State Route 800. This will affect, if, uh, of course, there's Atwood Lake out in that area. And we just want to remind folks to um, you know, check into OGO. Uh, before they head out and um, look to see where that closure is. It's it's kind of a big project and we've had some sections of closures and uh, we just want people to be aware of that uh, in their holiday travels. But, you know, again, like I said, we try to lessen those impacts um, throughout the district, you know, with those lane closures and of course the permanent closures, like if we have a bridge out and that kind of thing, those are kind of hard to get back open, of course, in time for the fourth. But if you head on to OGO, you'll be able to find that information. So with places and events starting to open back up, that means county fairs can resume. Are you guys participating in any of them this year? Yes. So we, uh, county fairs, actually, there's one uh, going on in Harrison County. It's one of our, it is the earliest one here in District 11. Um, But what we're doing this year is uh, we're going to feature a truck at our county fairs. And some of them, we are going to have some folks there uh, to man it at times. uh, So that way we can let the kiddos kind of check it out. Uh, That's always an exciting thing. And um, I know some of our one county fair, which is Tuscarawas County, it's in September. And uh, we're able to um, enjoy those schools coming in, of course, because it's during school. Uh, to do like some touch of truck stuff and and kind of explain what ODOT does. Um, but you'll be able to see our trucks, um, you know, at those seven county fairs. And um, you can find a list of those by uh, heading to the Ohio State Fairs website and check that information out. Okay, so the last thing I want to touch on here, I'm a huge Frank Sinatra fan, and I understand one of his buddies is from District 11. That is correct. So we are home to Steubenville, Ohio, which is in Jefferson County, and that is the home to Dean Martin. And that is uh, very popular. And I know that they have the Dean Martin Festival coming up, which is a huge deal um, for Steubenville. And I know Steubenville has been working really hard to kind of revamp the the downtown atmosphere. And um, a lot of folks have been investing in that uh, downtown area to make that exciting and welcoming to visitors. So if you're a fan, check that out. The information's out there on the web. And um, that's that's a really exciting thing for that area. Well, personally, I know I'm going to check that out. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for talking with me today, and I hope you have a great 4th of July weekend. Thanks, you too, Mike. Thank you for tuning in. 
Make sure you subscribe on your chosen podcast platform and never miss where these roads take us next. Be sure to visit transportation.ohio.gov for all things ODOT and know before you go by visiting ogo.com. That's ohgo.com for traffic updates. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email me at michael.lovins at dot.ohio.gov.